Hello and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. My name is Kathleen Wilson and I'm your host. I am a board-certified massage therapist practicing in San Diego and a certified lymphedema therapist. And I help my clients um, after plastic surgery to reduce swelling, um, also after orthopedic surgery or trauma, and um, also ladies and gentlemen with a diagnosis of lymphedema after cancer. So on this podcast, I kind of expand on the topics that I cover in the book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, um, which is available on Amazon. And today I am going to share more tips that I learned at a recent um, Sharp Healthcare System um, They did a great workshop on bladder and bowel incontinence, and um, since I'm over 40, I'm uh, really interested in that, so I get the healthcare information I need before I really need it, and I can also share it with you, and um, this is really great information for anyone over the age of 40, um, anyone who does have bladder or bowel incontinence, and every... Um, all of us, all of the moms out there, because um, childbirth is hard on our bladder and our bowel. Um, so I had so many great tips that I wrote down, and I just want to kind of fi- uh, share them with you really quick. Um, and they're all from a medical perspective. Um, so some of them are saucy, but they're not saucy because we're talking about it from a medical ex- perspective. So. Um, with that preface, um, the very first tip is to urinate before sex, um, and I didn't think of that. I had only been urinating after sex, but urinating before sex is also good for our bladder health. Um, and then if we, they also talked about this vicious circle, which is um, if we have bladder incontinence, then we'll try to drink less so we pee less and then that's a vicious cycle because drinking less causes constipation. So dehydration will cause constipation. So we're actually uh, like ruining our bowel health when we're trying to um, get better on the, the bladder part of um, the situation. So we just have to stay hydrated. Um, And then they talked a lot about the food that agitates the bladder. So this will, if you have a bladder issue, this will make it worse. And these foods include um, caffeine, so soda, tea, and coffee. Um, She also recommend taking cranberry tablets over cranberry juice because the juice has sugar. And I know it's so easy for us. Um, I learned it ever since I was a kid. If you think you have a UTI, just take some cranberry juice. But if you're watching out for your sugar, there is an alternative. There are um, cranberries. You can get them in tablet form. Um, So they also talked about bladder spasticity, and she recommended that stevia is the only artificial sweetener that doesn't cause spasticity. So if you're looking for an artificial sweetener, um, you can look into stevia. Um, Interestingly, high blood pressure medications often um, kick up some bladder issues, so if you can get your blood pressure back down to normal, that would be wonderful, um, potentially for your bladder health. There's also triggers for the bladder, which I didn't even think of. Um, Some people, if they hear running water, um, they'll want to pee, and like I felt that if you get the fountain, the fountain effect, um, and then also just seeing a toilet for some people, there 
it's so deeply ingrained from them and we kind of teach our kids this like every time we go past the bathroom we're like go to the bathroom even if you don't have to go to the bathroom you still go to the bathroom anyways because you never know when the next bathroom might be and that's um we're in it inadvertently training our bladders to send out the signal that it's time to empty before they really need to be emptied Um, and that was something we discussed um, at the last class that I was with with my massage colleagues is we had gotten into that pattern of going to the bathroom in between every massage and that's a little bit too often to go to the bathroom and then it's only a problem if on our day off we find ourselves going to the bathroom every hour as well and then that gets extremely inconvenient um, if you have a busy lifestyle. So I hope you enjoyed these tips on bladder and bowel incontinence. So on this segment of the podcast, I want to get really real with you and um, share some frustrations that might seem really familiar to um, anyone else that has a cancer diagnosis, a lymphedema diagnosis, um, anyone that's had difficulty after surgery or um, has just lived life for a few decades. Um, I am in like a really frustrating place right now. Um, We were supposed to get the keys to our new condo tomorrow and I am a really type A personality so I booked all the painters and I had an entire plan and it was beautiful and it was fully realized. It was ready to go and um, our bank just has no answer for us on when we're going to get the keys and it's definitely not going to be this week. So I have been just in this like stress, stressful time, like it's just a stressful place in my life. Um, and it feels really familiar because it's the kind of stress where Um, You know, we make our best plans and we try to do our best for everyone else and control everything. And just the reality comes to us that it's out of our control. And there's no amount of yelling that I can do at anyone to make this situation different than what it is right now. And um, it's exhausting and I it just like shake your head with me or give me a thumbs up if um, you've been in this situation or maybe if you're in this situation now. And so I'm trying to get a little out of my head um, and use some of the things that I talk about in the second half of the book, Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy, the things that improve the immune system. And um, I put a post up on my personal Facebook yesterday, and I said, you know what, three three of my dear friends um, that I work with just helped me. They helped me kind of reorient. So I've I've been using the you know friendships t- to help um, reduce the stress and kind of get me back from where I was really suffering. I was and a lot of the suffering was self-imposed because there's what's happening outside that I can't control, but then there's just my anger and frustration that it's happening, that I'm you know, ruminating on it over and over again in my mind, and that's not 
beneficial to my body and it's actually not beneficial to my immune system. So I'm using a lot of the things that I talk about in the book this week. I'm using meditation, I'm using friendship, um, I need to go on Netflix and watch uh, one of the stand-up comedies so I can get some belly laughs in there. Um, I'm definitely exercising, I'm going for massage appointments, um, I have an acupuncture appointment um, this this afternoon, this evening, and I've been spending time. Um, I've been spending time at Mission Bay, and that really, between my friends and just being at the bay and, and getting back into nature, it really helped me kind of turn the corner to let go, and just whatever happens is going to happen, and I'm going to be there through all of it. So that's where I am right now. If you've, if it strikes a chord in you, then I'm glad I recorded it so you can take some benefit in it too, that we can be right in the middle of something extremely frustrating and just, I think my meditation practice has given me the insight that I can recognize that I'm somewhere where I'm causing a lot of my own suffering and I can reach out and use those tools that I have collected for you in the book and that I've collected for myself and put in the book to live through this situation with more grace and less um, self-frustration. So if you're going through this too, definitely open up the second half of the book and pick some things to do and I hope it helps you too. Have a good day.